Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about when philanthropy goes wrong, so let's get started. Whenever I tell the story of where basement philanthropy came from, I always include the first time that philanthropy went wrong in my life. And that is because you would not be hearing from me in my basement through this microphone if it hadn't been for this experience. I was in college and I was just starting to become a microphilanthropist putting money aside to be able to create good in my community and sphere of influence. And I noticed that a few of my roommates did not have the same financial or family support that I had. And so as a expression of who I wanted to be, I decided to get involved with helping them financially with some of the things that they needed in their life. To make a long story short, that did not go very well. In fact, as I'm telling the story, I usually use the language, this is when I learned that I suck at philanthropy. Now, that's pretty harsh language, but it really exposed this concept of philanthropy not just being a resource game, but also being a skill set. And because of that experience, I was able to understand that if I spent 30 years in a career trying to make money so I could quote unquote become a philanthropist, that at the end of that experience, I would actually not be very impactful because I didn't have the skill set of philanthropy. Now, as I have gone about interviewing different people on this podcast, this concept of making mistakes has come up, but I have been keeping those clips aside to be able to share in a podcast like this. So you will hear from two people who have been on the podcast before, Sabrina Clark, who was on it a couple weeks ago, and Landon Barney from a few months ago. I'll link both of their podcasts in the description below. So if you want to hear more about their experience, you can go and check out their particular episodes. I'm so excited to be able to share these clips with you because they demonstrate not only the learning that can come from making mistakes in philanthropy, but that it isn't the end of the road, that you can pick yourself back up and become even more impactful in your giving as you are involved with the real experience of philanthropy. So I'll see you on the other side of these clips. Let's get into it. And then another one was there was this kid at church who was just really, really great, always helping other people, never wanted anything in return. And I just had the thought of, maybe I could do something for him. Like maybe I could just help him out because no one ever does anything nice for him because he would just hate that. <laughs> and I was like, mm. wow, that seems like a great idea. It didn't work out as I envisioned. Like you said, we have these romanticized things of, oh, this is going to work out so fantastic and it's going to be yeah. hallmark perfect. The person didn't want to be served. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. And they, I, it, was such a good eye-opener. Like I said, I'm grateful I had this experience early on to realize, you know, maybe there were some things I overstepped. Maybe in my mind, I thought this was the greatest thing to give and the receiver didn't want to receive that. And so just having that has made me more aware of, 
yeah, maybe I should have listened a little bit more. Maybe I should have reassessed the situation to see what maybe there's something else that I could have done differently. So in the, my future giving, I can be more uh, concise and I can be more confident in the things that I'm giving are the things people want to receive, not just what I want to give. Yes. Yeah. Probably the most valuable thing that any person that wants to get involved with this space will experience is a giving experience that doesn't go well. And it just is an eye opener around like, oh man, maybe I need to be a little bit more intentional on my side around how I'm doing it. And I love that you're seeing it as another stepping stone that you're not seeing it as like, oh man, I messed up here. And like, so I can never give again. It's this concept of like, oh yeah, like something went wrong. And like, I, I now can learn from that and move forward in a more impactful way because philanthropy is just like any other skill set. Like what, what thing have you done in your life that you're good at now that you didn't make a mistake in to gain that skill set? Like there's, I don't think there's anything that people have that they haven't had to go through some sort of journey there. And that's why it's so valuable to start in a small way because, you know, I, I can't necessarily speak exactly into your experience, Sabrina, but I would imagine that even though it didn't go so well, it didn't affect somebody's livelihood it didn't right. like crash somebody's economy. It didn't like do these things that actually happen in philanthropy all the time because people aren't aware of the impact that they're having. You know, it, whatever it was, it likely didn't have that impact. And so it's so much easier to clean up or to move forward with and to learn without having these dire consequences. Absolutely. That is such a great point. And I love what you brought out because at like the day it happened, I was like, oh man, this microphilanthropy thing blew up in my face. I'm like, I should, I should just stop. <laughs> I should just not yeah. give again. Cause I just, I sure. messed up. This is my bad. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. And thankfully that didn't happen. And now it's just something that I laugh about. And that person um, who, like I said, didn't really want what I gave we're really good friends now. It was someone that I actually really wasn't really good friends with before, but now we're really good friends. Yeah. And yeah. so it even that even turned out okay. They're like, you know, yeah. like, you know, I appreciate that you tried. Like, yeah, maybe next time don't do that. But you know what? It's again, <laughs> we can laugh about it now. So yeah. I think that's yeah. a great and I'm very lucky that that happened to me. And I know your listeners who might have, you know, other experiences that didn't go the way that they anticipated might not have such a nice resolution, but know that it's okay. Don't give up on giving. Like you said, this is a skill set. Just keep practicing and then you'll be able to know what works well for you. You'll be able to gauge what you can do and help to make the biggest impact possible instead of um, having, you know, continual experiences that blow up in your face. I, I kind of want to talk about some negative experiences that we've had to maybe teach the audience maybe like or the listeners because yeah. um, mm -hmm. I think there's a little bit of shame or like disappointment myself and like how we handled these situations but like um, for example one time um, we gave money anonymously to somebody and we just kind of dropped it off and like we didn't get a share in that experience it's not about 
us, but like it probably added like what you talked about in another episode, some chaos or confusion or like, why did they think we needed this? And um, those are things that unintended consequences or things that I didn't understand that could happen where it's like, oh yeah, people give anonymous all the time. But I had never really thought about like, as a receiver, you probably have all these questions going through your mind of like, why did they do this? Why, who gave this to me and for what? Uh-huh. And um, and so I think that was definitely something like learning that it's okay. Like I always felt like you had to be almost like secretive or like you don't, you don't want them to always know in certain situations. But like, I feel like after that experience, I was like, oh, it seems better that they do know and like it establishes that bond that relationship it's not about like hey i gave you this amount of money it's about hey i care about you and i hope this is a positive thing for you um another time um so so somebody gave abby and i uh, a vehicle and um and that was super nice to that person and then another person came along and told us um or we found out that another person was looking for a car and um, we're like, oh, well, we have two cars. We don't really need two cars. And um, so we passed the car along to them. Um, But we, I was very like analytical thinking of like, okay, this car is worth like 5,000. So I was just like, hey, like, um, our other car is having issues. Um, so like, can you give us 1500 and like, you guys can have the car completely. So it's basically like splitting the difference of like the, the philanthropy that somebody had given to me. I was like, here, I'll go like, I'll pass it along to you. Um, but then that car started to have issues and then I felt terrible because I'm like, they didn't just receive the car for free and then it had issues. They paid for a vehicle, then there was issues, and then every time they would talk about car issues, I didn't want to hear about it because it made me uncomfortable. And yeah. I I felt terrible. I'm like, I burdened, burdened this family with a car. And um, it turned out that some of the issues were caused by the mechanic, by one of the repairs they did. So that eased my... Um, my feelings, but there was too many variables. Um, I think coming in with a plan, knowing what you want to do and not making it more difficult on the receiver. Um, those were two negative experiences. And, and I think it's, I even have difficulty sharing the car story because it just went so poorly. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that grant and, yeah, well, I, I I'm just like feeling that we're getting a, a a master class of what it actually looks like to get involved with with giving. Like, you don't learn how to rollerblade without falling on your knees a little bit. Like, it just is gonna happen. And that that isn't to say that we just like go around throwing hand grenades everywhere and just like hoping that nobody you know catches one what you are learning right now is what it takes to be able to understand some of these concepts and some of these things so that when you do have more, 
you are able to give in a way that is really responsible and can really lift the people that you are wanting to lift. And so I, I love what you've said and how, and how you've brought it up because too often the messy process of gaining the skill of philanthropy is, is covered up by perfect stories. Like you were talking about the anonymous thing and where my brain went instantly is all of the stories that we hear about that going well. Like those are the only stories that we hear. And if I had to guess about the statistics of when it goes well and when it doesn't go well, I'm sure that the statistics are probably on the side of when it doesn't go well or it creates more of a mess. But nobody tells those stories. We don't tell those stories in church. We don't tell those stories to our neighbors. We're not like, hey, look what I just messed up on. Or, you know, you just, you, you don't talk about those. And those are the things that people have to understand if they're going to start getting involved in this space. And so I, I just like am, am grateful that you're so willing to share. The, the one thing that I would contribute to this situation is something I talked about in, uh, in another episode of the podcast. We have responsibility as we become givers. Like giving is a responsibility. It is not a get out of jail free card. It is not a... I'm just going to, because I am giving, like I'm automatically absolved of everything that uh, could go wrong in this situation. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you take full responsibility for people's decisions or whatever that looks like. But that is probably one of the key things that I have learned is I want to make sure that when I give, that I know what's happening as far as the impact is concerned. And if it goes outside of the boundaries that I was expecting, I'm going to be at ground zero, seeing what I can do to make sure that that doesn't spread or that that is cleaned up or whatever that looks like. Like I'm going to take responsibility for that. And I'm going to jump in. I'm going to make something happen there um, that isn't just a good learning experience. It's something that I'm learning about and I'm a part of a potential solution that aligns for for both of the parties. And that is a skill set in in of itself but it is something that i believe everybody needs to understand before they get involved in this space is giving is a responsibility it does not absolve you of responsibility yeah for sure like with the car situation it's definitely turned into um like it's someone we have a pretty close relationship with and so just um it was just like okay well like if we want to like go back on the car then that's what we can do like if like you know money back for car or should we go some other route um and just kind of looking at it that way but luckily a couple of things backed out and like eased the pain of what was going on but in the yeah. moment it was definitely like who like I, I i want out like we should never have done this in the first place. We should have gone. Because we had another idea that we wanted to do. But then I think we were just like, oh, well, we could do this or this. And then we opened the bucket up to too many things. And um, it's definitely um, has taught me the importance of, like, 
being thoughtful and then also um, gave me a taste of what it looks like cleaning up your own mess. Yeah. I love the way that you, uh, you are speaking about it because I, I haven't heard you say, yeah, I, I had that experience and I'm done. Like I'm not going to ever give again. Like it, it just feels so forward moving to me. And that's, that's what happens in our lives. Our, our lives are messy. We make mistakes like, and, and that's what's going to happen. There is not a philanthropist in this world who has not made a mistake um, and has not learned from it. In fact, the philanthropy space that we know of today, we, we know of it partially because of all the mistakes that have happened. And so you seeing that as a opportunity for you to learn and develop and continuing to like stay in it. I, yeah, that's, that's what I would, that's what I would say on, on, on my end. You will not become an impactful philanthropist without making mistakes. Just like Sabrina and Landon both demonstrated so well, it is in the mistakes that the building and development of the skill set of philanthropy comes about. And so as we get involved in this work, it is just crucial that not only do we realize that they will happen, mistakes will happen, but that we can be involved with creating a solution that resolves that and helps us learn how to be more impactful as we go about our lives and creating good in this world. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out in the world and create good with the money in our pockets together. Talk soon.